There we are. We back. <laughs> I got nothing here. Oh boy. Hopefully we're gonna have everybody here pretty soon. Is Please, it back you know, now? To... There uh, we go. I don't know what's going on tonight. I guess the gremlins they uh they're taking, they? a, they're taking their toll on us. Clay's gonna make me go cold turkey, no pun intended. Hi Lynette. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> so <laughs> as we start out each and every show. We are going to start with the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right to people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Like I said, nothing more important than them 27 words. So, Couldn't agree with you more. That's one of the reasons we're doing this. So, I guess, how was your uh, weekend last weekend and week? Well, last uh, last weekend of deer season... You know, we've seen quite a few deer. My buddy Trav and I were up. Um, you know, we saw some nice ones, but it just wasn't the one he wanted. I tried to convince him to. Uh, I tried to convince him a little bit on one, and then you know the one that he passed on two days earlier. You know, that was our kind of our target one, but oh, okay. uh, but uh, we didn't. The last day we seen him, he was way too far away. We never got close to him. We did see a couple other nice ones which I'm, i got some video of it and eventually i'm going to get it i'll put together in one and, and i'll put it up on the website and youtube and facebook but but um yeah saw a lot of like i told you new york deers next year you know and why <laughs> a lot of next year if they do make it it's going to be you know it's going to be nice we saw man we saw a lot of deer it was it's awesome i mean i love having that many deer out there and i'm gonna go out um friday again and and um you know try and get some more video stuff and i do have a crossbow tag yet so if the one we were after comes close awesome next wednesday i might be telling you a story about a little crossbow kill so oh that'd be great i mean harvest i mean harvest 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 (laughs) harvest uh definitely got to get up there and do some videoing with you you know i've learned one thing going out that it's a lot better if you have a cameraman who's that's all he's doing yeah i would say too clay and i um, I got the Handycam, Sony Handycam, and that thing is so hard to see that screen. So if anybody knows anybody looking to sponsor some live streamers who need a decent camera, I mean, <laughs> hey, put them in touch. <laughs> we we well, love it. Speaking of our sponsors, we want to thank Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, and the blind guy. Contact them at 701-222-3932 or hit them up at their website, blindguynd.com. We can't do it out without great sponsors like them guys, and we appreciate them. Absolutely. They make life a lot easier. Hey, Brian, good evening to you. I was going to say when you came on, I, I sent your uh, your leather can koozie out yesterday morning. So I was just curious, too, if you're related to Adam Warner because I, I run into them guys in Golden Valley all the time. So. Oh. Maybe Probably a small world. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're pretty close. <laughs> so I got to say, I had some success. Remember I told you, if I didn't see something big, I wasn't really going to pull yeah, the trigger. Yeah, for sure. Well, I did. I pulled the trigger. <laughs> and one. I happened to get beautiful <laughs> buck. That is, a, that is a beautiful buck. I like that, man. That's, that's pretty heavy, too. I like that. Really heavy. And that's a nice mule deer anywhere, really. Yeah, um, oh, beautiful animal. Went about 160. If he had had that other point, you know, he was shy a point. Yep. Um, I know that uh, Eric really thought that uh, he probably would have went over 170, 171. There's one There's one all the field for you tag Nazis. I did tag him. I <laughs> took the picture right away. I didn't even gut him, if you can see. 
I just got out there and got a picture. Had yep. my full orange on. And funny thing is, is I shouldn't brag, but it wasn't even a hunt. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to get lucky. Hey, that's yeah. I mean, wish we would have last weekend, but you know, it's, I mean, I my I was out doing chores, feeding cows, and my neighbor come over. He's hey there's a nice buck down there in your tree row. I go, really? I hadn't seen this buck. I mean, mm -hmm. I pretty much knew all the bucks on the place and, um, I, I had no clue where this one come from, but you know what? After I got done, I thought, hey, what the heck? I'll go give it a whirl. I grabbed my orange, grabbed all my stuff. Of course, the trusty two safe. What's that? Thank God you were safe. Yes. I thank goodness I was safe. Right. <laughs> And went down. I thought, you know, I'll throw the camera in. And I had my, I got out and I mean, I did everything you could to give this deer a chance. You could say, cause I did everything wrong. Slammed the door, went to the other side. He was, he was looking right <laughs> at me with his nose. Yeah. Set up the camera. I thought this will be great. And, uh, hit the, hit the button and, uh, went over and laid down in front, took aim and just waited till I got a decent shot. And there we go. Uh, you know, he went about maybe a hundred feet. Cause I, I didn't have a broadside, so I knew mm -hmm. I had to take some long shots low because I didn't want to wreck that cape and yep. worked out pretty good. And, uh, long story short, when I got back to the house after everything was taken care of, evidently my camera was running. I must've bumped it when I set it up. And when I hit the button, I turned it off. <laughs> oh <laughs> so no. Nothing. <laughs> oh no. Oh but, uh, no. Yeah, so it's a nice deal. I'm having it mounted. Uh, my official Iraq's Adventure Team taxidermy, Grizz's taxidermy. Uh, free plug for you, Eric. Does a great job. So awesome. Yeah, we had a couple <clears throat> right uh, about midday there, and uh, you know I was about. Trav was actually we were sitting in the blind, and and uh, I looked over and I seen a tree eating varmint over there, otherwise known as a porcupine. Hey, Kevin, <laughs> how you doing? You're welcome, Brian. Um, and I was driving at the camera on me and I, I look, I was look back to say something to him and I look about 200 yards, 180 yards away. There's four muley does and two bucks. And I go, here, take your 308. <laughs> well, we were looking and well, then one, he, we knew there was a wide one in there and yeah. <clears throat> he kind of stepped out. And then I looked at him. I'm like, I said, you're going to shoot. You better do it. You know, cause he's right by the neighbor's fence. Well, then he's like, oh, I think he's too whippy and <sighs> <laughs> he jumped the fence and then he got up on a little hill there and he's like oh my god and i said too late he's on the neighbors now then the other one came out which i said i got some good video he come walking right towards us from he come within about 40 30 40 yards and when i get this video edited it'll be it'll be pretty fun to watch but yeah, um, that, that'll then, be looking forward to seeing that yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool hey thanks keith up there in bismarck glad you're tuning in tonight Hey, I don't know. Keith came down here and tried a little hunting here with his kids a couple of years ago. He's a North Dakota resident now, so I haven't seen him this year. Maybe he didn't get a tag, but uh, there was some nice ones even on your relative's land running around near Keith. Uh, a couple times I've seen him, so anytime you want, bud, come on down. Of course, now you can't. Season's closed. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, unless he's got a bow tag. but Yeah, and Eric, he says I'm an, an armature filmer. <laughs> I'd fall I into that same amateur. category. I'm pretty sure I know what he's talking. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of that, as long as we're on this subject, um, yeah, Eric said to film my wife and daughter getting a double, and you can see the bullet going through there and hit the deer. That's going to be really, really cool. That's well, awesome. he sent us some pictures, so I, I decided yep. to grab one. 
check this out. And they, it was like five minutes apart. They they just both took them. And you got to congratulate Charity and Prairie. Yeah, big bodies there. Big bodies. Big bodies. South Dakota mule deer. Um, I'm not sure awesome. Eric can tell us if it was public land deer. I know he, he hunts a lot of public land. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Danelle's watching. <laughs> hey, yeah, my wife, everybody. The show, Danelle, I appreciate you that. Now you got to get Kim on there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, her and the girls are upstairs. Don't get me started. Yeah, so other people up there though, uh, we had I put them on our Facebook page actually. Um, Serena Funk, she's part owner of the bar at the Saddle Store in Golden Valley. She got a nice deer in Wanner's Land, and uh, Jake Wilmer's. Both of them got their first mule deers ever. Serena's body on that thing, that thing just looked like a big freaking heifer it's huge nice big big it's actually bigger than the picture shows too the antlers but okay and uh jake got himself a nice one first one he ever got too and man they were both jacked up which they should have been it it was awesome it was a good atmosphere in the bar that night talking about it and you know it's a lot of a lot of success this year even with the snow like that i mean it was i mean it's going to save a lot of deer if you got enough private land and they stay on it like ours it's going to save the deer like the bucks for an extra like i said there's a lot of new yorks and i'm sure some people are disappointed they didn't get a buck but i mean next year man there's going to be if something doesn't get them like a couple big storms we're going to have some we're going to have some nice deer up there well even i went out and did a little video and took some pictures i I put some Mm -hmm. of that up on the youtube channel Mm -hmm. and uh he's a four by five basically uh four Mm -hmm. by four i mean i don't count that one point and he was just laying there out there in the grass line between the hayfield and uh, and the uh, uh, farming ground on a neighbor's mm-hmm. there, and that's going to be a nice deer. Um, thing is, he's on the South Dakota side. They got another week, so hopefully he'll mm-hmm. run just a little bit north and go stay in my in my trees for another year. Right, lay low. I know that's what I'd always say to him. I'm like, stay in the sanctuary. Stay in the sanctuary. <laughs> well, and he was young. I mean, I could see he was young. You can't see it with the pictures but then when i went out there and, and got my spotting scope out there and kind of walked down and looked i'm telling you that's a young deer and he's got some good genetics if he can make it another year or two he's going to be like that guy too so so speaking of that you know i'm probably gonna tick off some people but uh one of the things that really eats me up about hunting is um you get to the end of the season you know well I'm going to do this. I got to get some meat for the pot and feed the family. No, you don't. You don't have to do that. And if you get out, look, if you're a new hunter, you're a young kid, young kids like to, you know, I'm fine with that. Young kids like to go out and kill something a couple of years. Or if you're like some old person, you know, you never know if you're going to make another hunting season. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It landed and he said. Yeah, okay. that's actually my son, guys, landing. Okay, Yeah. <laughs> But anything in between there, if you're hunting and you just get out and think you got to shoot some meat for the pot if you're an experienced hunter, I mean, honestly, what's the pride in doing that? You go out there and get some dink that was a young deer, would have been nice next year. You, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do oh. that sort of thing. And I mean, if you're mad at me, what, I'm sorry. No, actually, I'm not sorry because I mean it. it <laughs> you don't have to do that. And if you all you want to do is get meat for the pot. Get yourself a doe because you can get a doe take every freaking year because you're not going to mount some four by four dink as big around as my pinky. Why would you shoot That's that? Right. Why would you? Like I said, unless you're a really young person, first time, second time hunter, or an old person who thinks you might not have too many hunting seasons left in you, I understand that. But otherwise, well, I see there's no reason for that. 
what I don't get, especially when I started, uh, you know, when I moved up to North Dakota and become a resident, started hunting North Dakota, you guys, you know, at least a gratis tag, I can take anything I want. Kind of like in South mm-hmm. Dakota, when you applied back when I was in South Dakota, you applied for an any deer, uh, at least in, in Corson County, or an any white, whitetail deer. Mm-hmm. And the other tags were any antlerless. So that allowed you, if you drew that any deer or any, or any whitetail deer, and so I got towards the end of the season and I'm just looking for meat for the freezer. I didn't have to take a buck. I could go mm-hmm. and take out a nice juicy doe. Well, I get up here to North Dakota and you got to apply for buck only. Mm-hmm. Like, what in the hell? That don't even make sense from a management. Right. I can tell you this from managing deer here or starting to get things going on this place the last few years. Mm-hmm. That makes zero sense to me. Yeah, if you want to take out the management bucks, you know, like I got that three by two out here. By the way, Eric, I right. guess he was spotted again. So if you have yourself to go to tag, we might have to track him down. Otherwise, we'll go after him with a bow. But you want to take bad genetics like that out so they don't keep mm-hmm. spreading. He's never going to be more than that. But when you got nice deer or something that might be good, like you said, uh, the New York deer next year. Why wouldn't you leave him and take a doe? But yeah. North Dakota. What if I don't get drawn next year? Well, then you don't because now you would have had a dink, and what good does that do you? Yeah, I got it's, my uh, meat. I, me pork tastes better, so. <laughs> yeah, Waylon Turner said, I absolutely agree with you. Thanks, Waylon. I just, yep. I, that's just something about hunting that, that just burns me. I don't, I, I just don't get it. Well, one thing I did notice when I was out and about this year, um, the road hunters after the snow came mm-hmm. were atrocious. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, that's another thing. If you're going to hunt now, granted, I got a nice one really easy this time, but that isn't the norm. The other two I've taken in the last three years, I had to work my hiney off for them. You mm-hmm. get out of your pickup and walk for Christ's sakes. Um, I was watch. I watched one guy. I wish I could have found him. I, I seen him off in the distance there, but I, he was way to hell over there. He was in the government ground walking, which I admired him. He parked his pickup out of the way. He was on the government. If I could have got to him, I'd have said, keep going. You go ahead and hunt mine. He earned it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, I just never got a, I never, he, he was going the other direction. I never saw him. So he went back far in there in that government ground and my hat off to him because that snow was deep. I didn't graze it down to nothing this year. <laughs> and when it snowed, um, it, it caught in those long, in that nice tall grass. So mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, that's going to be a nice pasture next year. And I don't plan to, I don't plan to graze it down next year. I want to see that stuff. And there's, it's twofold. I'm a hunter. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a rancher, but I'm also a hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Which no, you guys don't care about anything. So I'm left. No, nah, we're just it. greedy and horrible people. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say one thing about Trav not failing his take. We were on a damn near the complete opposite end of that pasture. And I was like, man, because it's like that. It was like a foot, foot and a half deep everywhere. And it was that the wind hit it. So every step you took, you broke through. And mm. man, that would have been, that would have been a hell of a pullback. <laughs> We'd have been wild. Yeah. yeah. I like this. I like the uh, comments there for sure. Well, I'm so not going to lie to you. We, uh, we, we shot one back when my father-in-law was alive and way, way back over there. You're right, buddy. Hunters forever. Oh, Guys, yeah. that's Landon <laughs> under my wife's account. Um, I wasn't going to drag him back and neither was my father-in-law. So we took the front wheel cyst mm-hmm. out there and picked him up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <We I'm>, drove... <laughs> just because you're a hunter doesn't mean you got to kill yourself getting your game. I mean, that's, that's right. You know, I was like, well, we can't get the pickup out there. So we just hopped in the tractor and 
We have, you know what? When you're the landowner, you can do that. So we got. Go ahead, Clay. You got something. No, else I was just going to say. And honestly, if I had a guy hunting on my place and he did the same thing and come and found me, I'd drive out there for him and get it because it'll not hurt nothing driving through that deep mm-hmm. snow. Right. And it, it, it kind of hurries the process along, which is also good. So I did get, uh, I'll tell you what, let's do an obscene profits yep. demo and come back and I'll tell you some, some other varmint story real quick. And then let's go into some mounting options. What, what, what you plan on doing with the meat and whatnot. Yep. Sounds good. All right, okay. guys, here's a word from our sponsors yeah lauer auto repair 309 south washington street that's right here in bismarck doug and the boys that's a pro second amendment shop anybody out watching this show is pro second amendment you don't want to give your money to somebody who's not pro second amendment they might be nice people they might run a good shop doug and his boys run a great shop they treat you right fair pricing they get your job done quick and you know it's going to a pro second amendment shop deer season coming up get that hunting rig in there get that baby tuned up Doug will get that thing humming like a kitten for you, and you can go through, and all you got to have to worry about is filling that tag and getting that big buck. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by The Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. Yeah, once again, yeah, we want to thank our sponsors. Uh, they, they're great. They support us and support what we're doing. And if you guys uh, do business with them, um, please mention to them that you heard the ad here on guns on the 701 and you appreciate them supporting uh, um, pro Second Amendment, pro civil rights shows like this. So, I mean, they'll appreciate yep. hearing that and it's only going to it's only gonna help us out and, and uh, keep them on board with us. But, hey, Doug and boys at Lauer, um, next week I'm going to have to get together with Clayton. We're going to have to do a little different voiceover. Deer season's over, so we'll figure <laughs> yeah. something else out for that. <laughs> Still and take it in there. That, I mean, you can still you can still hunt, but you know, coyotes, you still need that thing running good. That's right. And I'll show you this, guys. Uh, this is from uh, I took from the video you took, uh, Jamie. Yeah, I right thought there. it was kind of cool. That's a blind uh, guy's a trailer right there. Yeah, yeah, you guys. That's what I was gonna say. It was a blind guy's trailer. Wyatt and his, your crew were up there and having some some fun mm-hmm. fe- hitting pheasants and well, yeah. By the looks of the video, not hitting some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right the blind, yeah, Tammy. I mean, I'm not picking on you, but you know. So, yeah. uh, okay, hold on. Let's read Bill. Bill V. Yeah, here. Shot numerous deer. Where snowmobiles the only way to get them in and out three miles from the closest road. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, <laughs> I must I, have I th- both the boys on there tonight. Check I had uh, <laughs> people <laughs> tell me take our way our freedom. <laughs> He's trying. Name for lack of trying. Um, yeah, I had yeah. numerous people tell me that about snowmobiles, but I'll promise you, as deep as that snow was, and there's there's huge rocks out in our pasture, you you would wreck your machine in short order. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish we could, but so, anyways, uh, real quick before we move on here, Clay, uh, we got back from this hike and we got in the hunting shack. You know, and I told you I took out that tree eater there yep. out in the other end. So I look, and here's here's a, a porcupine. I said, Trav, you're not going to believe this. There's a porcupine out here walking across a huge snow drift. <laughs> so I go, give me your 308. There wasn't any deer around. And uh, 
I tried to range them. It's as close as I get was 460. So I shot and held where I thought and I was low. So the next one I held higher and I, I, I shot over the top. And then I ranged them again. I'm like, you got to be at 500. And then guess what? The old, the old 308, the old uh, junk cartridge that nobody wants anymore. Drilled a little porcupine <laughs> there at 500. You didn't take another step. <laughs> the old junk cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, I'm a 6.5 Creed guy now, but that 308 is still, I mean, Trav was just, I mean, that thing will just shoot dimes for you. It's awesome. Well, I got a video of him, actually. Remember, I 400 yards. Yep. I videoed him, put the thing on my phone scope, and he center punched that sucker at 400. But, uh, hey. He's got a handicap exemption. Hey, that's okay. That's, that's fine with me. That's fine with me. That's we've actually I, mean, I don't even know. I don't think Pennsylvania actually has deer as big. I mean, Midwest. I mean, well, it's in some not parts like of ours. the country, right? They have smaller deer in some parts. I'm not sure, but I know that Kevin actually had a picture on the chat over on Telegram with guns in the 701. Uh, I think that was his nephew that he took with a bow. Now that was a huge deer. That was a nice deer. I, I guess I should have found that picture and put up here too, but that was a while ago. Mm -hmm. So Clay, um, let's talk a little mounts here. Um, what do you plan on doing? Like, are you doing a full head, right? You're doing the full head on that one. Cause I would just going to toss them on the pile. <laughs> take the screw out and drill to your shop door. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a full shoulder on him. Uh, no, uh, my plan is I, I actually, I caped it out. I think I did a fair job. I know that, uh, I got a good taxidermist. Eric's fix was all my, pro, all my mistakes. So, mm -hmm. uh, got it all caped out, made sure that we got the, uh, you know, the, everything, the brains and all that out. You know, we have to do an extra step here in my area because of the, the fake mm -hmm. CWD mm -hmm. precautions, even though they're not Wait, stopping. Wait, you say that? Do it again. <laughs> the the fake CWD precautions. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from game and fish mismanagement. Anyway, <laughs> they. So anyway, we got that done, and then uh, while well, we happened to be in town, uh, the Ra that Rax Adventure team that I'm also part of, we had some uh, guys up from Alabama that mm -hmm. are part of the team, and they were doing some hunting. So we had supper in there, and it just happened. Eric was coming over with his family and worked it with him and sent it on its way. So uh, mm -hmm. basically, I think it's very important, and I know Eric will tell you the same thing. It's very important to get that skin off as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. Now, it wasn't as bad now Way that it easier. got a little cooler out, but it's easier to take it off and mm -hmm. it's not going to spoil. Now, the first week, if you didn't get that height off of there within oh. 30, 40 minutes, I bet you could have actually seen some slippage in that in that cape. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to see if Eric, I sent Eric here a message. I want to see if Eric is going to be able to join us next week, and maybe we can have Eric actually go more in depth on what you should be doing. But the basics mm -hmm. are: is get that thing off as fast as you can, so it can cool off. Try to get as much meat off of it as you can, so it takes mm -hmm. a little bit longer skinning it, and get it to your taxidermist. He says, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, don't freeze them to yeah. the pickup, though." Um, I didn't even think about it. I threw it in the back of the pickup and headed to town when I was done, and. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I froze that darn thing to the pickup. So I'll tell you what we do with, with that now. Um, I always buy like a cheap tarp at Menards and I throw it down. I mean, it saves getting a bunch of blood in the box of your mule or your ranger, whatever you got. I got a mule because they're better. And uh, <laughs> their services. But yeah, and your pickup, same. So put Kevin's comment up here. We were talking about big deer in Pennsylvania before I get on to something yep. else here. 
So, yeah, big ones were rare, but they started the three on one side a lot. Now we have some nice size bucks in PA. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So they've actually got a point system out there. And, you know, I, I've seen that with mixed reviews. The reservation down here has a point mm. system. I think I it's got to be three points or better. Um, yeah, it does because they started getting a bunch of three by threes down there instead, doesn't it? And, uh, you know, I, like I said, you got that three by two. And, um, you know, I don't know how they do it out in Pennsylvania, but out here, you know, we kind of talk about a three-point is a three-by-three, three, right? Yeah, you know, I don't think they do that over there. I think that's a Midwest thing. So, you know, the four-point system, I, I guess I don't know where that actually stands or the three-point. I've never looked at it because, mm-hmm. well, I've never – I never take anything small anyway. I either shoot a doe or I don't take one mm-hmm. unless it's big. So let's talk about, if you're not going to full mount it, let's talk about your other options here. Like if you're going to bureau mount it or just or horn mount it. Um, <clears throat> what I like to do now is uh, I get I get the skull cleaned. You know, a lot of people boil it off themselves or whatever. And and um, I actually saw, I saw these skull hookers before, and I didn't think much <laughs> about them or pay much attention. But when I went antelope hunting down at Bachmeyer, Scott Bachmeyer's, he actually had some, and I thought they were pretty sweet. Yep. And um, if you're going to do a Euro and you got a nice buck, which I got, I got three or four in my garage with the skull hooker. That, that's what I like to use now. If you got something you're not going to do a full shoulder on, I would 100% recommend these skull hookers. I mean, they'll probably run you like 35 bucks at Shields or something, or or you get them at Midway or where I don't know if Brandon has them at Mandan, but he might. They're have awesome. Them. And you come in black or brown, and they're real easy to mount. And they're adjustable and. You know, I, I, that that's one of the things I would recommend is a skull hooker. I, and what, what, what's your favorite one to go with, Clay, if you got just the Euro? So I'm just doing the, the Euro. Um, actually, Eric, when I, when I, I, a lot of times I'll have Eric do it because he's got this, the stuff that he does a heck of a nice job. We do a mm-hmm. lot of trading. So, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, he's my yeah. taxidermist. And he, he, yeah. he has hooks he sends along. So, <laughs> really? Okay. Um, that's yeah. Nice. But yeah, so the skull, you- I've seen the skull hookers. I think they're good. I mean, even our yeah. buddy Will, he's been making a few. Um, it's really easy to make something for well, that. With a skull hooker, you can go left and you can go left and right, and then you can make it go tilted up and down. I mean, it's got a lot. That's what I like about it. You know, I've had some of them where you just get like the deer antler and you can screw it to the back of the skull and that'll, but then you got to kind of wire it up and, right. You know, and if, I mean, you get like them, them cheap. You know, like the Allen, like the antler mounts with the with the fuzz there, or what do you call it? The yeah, that the little piece table. of velvet, and or you can get the leather. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you I've do shoot a dink like we were talking about, like a forker or something, then by all means. But other than if you get even a smaller one that you don't do a euro, and I've got some of these too, that Mountain Mike's skull kit. Mm-hmm. That's you know that'll run you about thirty, you know, thirty five bucks too. Oh, yeah. But you cut the cut the antlers off with your with your uh, whatever your hand. Sorry, I like to use the sawzall, and and then you can screw them right to it. They look real. I mean, I did it. My buddies didn't even know. They look really good, better. actually. Yeah, yep. they are pretty awesome. You can take your tag and stick it inside the skull in there. And <gasps> you took the what? tag off. Oh I no! You poached everything, you scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I you know those are, and then you got the other ones too. Like I got some like that, like the walnut back. I actually have one of those in the biggest, the biggest buck I ever shot, big a mule deer buck. And oh man, I don't, you know, I, I look at that all the time, and I'm like, mm, I should just, you know, I should actually shoot something for the pot, and then keep the keep the cape for it, so I can get it mounted because that is a hell of a buck. But yeah, you know, 
I mean, it, yeah, I agree with Eric. Don't get the knockoffs. They agreed, and I got some other ones off of Amazon that don't rotate, and it's supposed to just go in that that hole in the back of the skull. No, the freaking antlers hit the wall. It was useless. Yeah, no, it's you don't want the crap. I mean, any, you get what you pay for. It's plain and simple. That's the way it's always been. Yeah, somebody told me they worked, and I was like, oh. I mean, I, I used to one. do a lot of my own euros, especially on the smaller deer. I'm just mainly I was learning to see how to do them. It's a lot of work, um, especially if you don't do it right away. Another, if you're going to do it, do it right away. It is so much yeah, easier 100%. when they're warm. I mean, get it yeah. get it done. Skin but, and head's way easier and all that. Oh, many people, they, they wait and then, oh, I mean, I, I got to. You might <clears throat> gag too when you're cleaning the skull. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a nice big buffalo skull that I got from my buddy, uh, Waylon little eagle and i'll tell you mm -hmm. what that is pretty cool and i was very appreciative to get that i mean that's a big bull but they're coming Kevin, trust me it. yeah they're coming uh, they're coming baby the muleys are moving east you ain't gonna be disappointed maybe they'll kick the democrats out of your state but <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but uh so i took that to eric boy eric you're getting a lot of free mileage here that's okay with grizz's taxidermy and he yeah. did just a fantastic job on that and I'm glad I didn't even tackle it because I know I would have I wouldn't have done as good a job on that. So, well, maybe if I give him with my my uh, cheater crossbow, we'll uh, there you go. I'll have to go full full mount on that and have Eric do it. I mean, I, you know, he, that big three by threes around, and I get close to him. He, he's going to get her. I'll promise well, you that. Well, you saw the one that I uh, have hanging in the in the living room, right? Mm -hmm, Eric did mm -hmm, that one. Mm -hmm, and when I got cool. that one, I said I want something different, and that's when he did the the wood on there and we, mm -hmm. i mean we just did something a little different and i just wanted to do that he's got two others now so now i'll have three animals down there right now cool. so. <clears throat> i haven't done a full head in a long time the last time i did it the guy I have do it here it probably i think my buddy john had his big muley done two years ago oh. that was like 550 i mean okay he's done this guy's done uh I'm not gonna give him a free plug, but he's he's done uh, he's done my velvet buck too, my whitetail, and I mean that thing's just still perfection yet. It's a lot of my buddies who go to uh, the big name one here in Mandan, mm. and they they couldn't believe this guy did it. But you know, no, now that now that I know Eric's, you know, I, I mean, I get one next time I get one mounted, I'm for sure gonna have it done. Like my Euro's a buddy of mine just does them for me. So, well, here's one that I got. So I didn't get nothing last year, mm -hmm. but the year before I took that one. And that was yeah, a that's, nice deer. That's awesome. Um, that's a hell of a way too. And I was out and about and uh having some fun. And yes, I had my orange on, but I actually was laying behind the deer. I was you a need long, an orange foot hat, Clay. I guess so. <laughs> it's a long, <laughs> long ways from the pickup. So I didn't want to lose the darn thing. So I, I threw the damn orange over Man, the deer. He had a big time. body on that white tail, too. Oh, he was heavy. He was heavy. Mm -hmm. Just heavy body, just a nice, another nice deer. And he yep. was five by five. He scored out pretty nice too. I, mm -hmm. I, Eric would have to remind me. I don't remember what it scored out. I seen at. his mount. That was a nice deer. I know. My, well, my this is actually this one hasn't been mounted yet. This oh, is he the didn't. One oh, coming. okay. I thought you yeah. had that one down there. Man, so you that got was more white tail than I thought. Then. Yeah, there. I had Poaching some really sandwich. nice ones. <laughs> well, I had Eric out here, and we were doing some coyote hunting and just kind of surveying, you know, what was out there. Mm -hmm. Holy cow, we had some nice up-and-comers coming. And then EHD hit last year, and I mean wiped them out. Here's mm -hmm. the one that uh, – and this is a horrible picture, but that's the one that's okay. on my wall. No, I reckon that. Yep, got you. That's still – Another nice deer, but, you know, he was this one four legal by four. Like Dorn. Huh? 
This one's legal, like with the orange. Yeah, well, I had my vest with me. That's in the pickup because again, right, I walk yeah. all the way back to the pickup, and I was like, I ain't freaking putting that on for a picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so all yeah, right, that, so. I've had some good deer here the last few years. Well, Clay, time's eating up. Let's get on. Uh, we're gonna hit on something else here. We we kind of touched on last week. It was the NRA's 151st birthday, and Clay and I got to talking. As as most people know, Clay and I are NRA pimps. <laughs> a lot of people this is still complain about them, their sellouts. We're not going to get into that. We kind of talked about maybe getting in a little history of the NRA here, didn't we, Clayton? We did. And, uh, of course, I know quite a bit off the top of my head, but I did go and, and look up with some of it. So I'm going to give you – so I'm going to start out with uh, right here. This is just the first page of a – I should turn the captions off just so we can see everything. Sure. Um, basically what happened you – know, you know, we had, we had that little thing called the War of Northern Aggression. Some call it the Civil War. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yep. <laughs> and you can read right there that the, uh, the Colonel William C. Church and General George Wingate, they formed the NRA in 1871 basically because of the horrible marksmanship that they saw by the Union troops. I mean, mm -hmm. let's face it, mm -hmm. them Southern boys, they knew how to shoot, and they didn't want to waste ammo, and they were good shots. So. Mm -hmm. The primary goal of the NRA was to promote and encourage rifle shooting on a scientific basis. Remember the science, right? Yeah, yeah. I am the science. And they got their charter, which was in the state of New York. Got to remember, back oh, then, it wasn't what on, it was guys. now. Think, think. Yeah. One of the few mistakes the NRA's made. Yeah, well, and this is why all them lawsuits that were happening were taking place in the, in the state of New York. Yeah. Because that's where they are chartered and incorporated. That's where they have their founding mm -hmm. documents at. Mm -hmm. And old Ambrose Burnside, um, a lot of people don't remember him, right? He became the first president of the NRA. And yep. uh, I mean, if let's see here if I got a he was a he was a combat right here, guys. Yeah, right there. That's the picture of him. And uh yeah, he, he was one hell of a general, from what I understand. And and uh, yeah, he was the very, very first uh, president. And of um, the after that, he's actually was the governor of of Rhode Island from 1866 to 1869, yes. and then uh, Rhode Island senator from 1875 to 1881 as well. So I mean, you right. know, when I hear people's accomplishments in life like that, I mean, it just it makes me feel like I haven't done a damn thing in my life actually. But, <laughs> well, but it's it amazes me what some of these people did in their lives. But that's well, awesome. it's funny. I was kind of, you know, it was kind of nice to go down this this history trail again because I went and looked it up. Twenty nine of the sixty seven presidents that have held president position at the NRA have either had a military rank of high, you know, colonel, general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They've also they've served in public offices, various ones, whether it be a senator or a governor. I mean, they have held a, a, a variety of public offices, or they've been held in very very astute public uh, recognition uh like mm -hmm. charlton heston and by the way charlton heston is still the longest serving president with five terms really um, they actually changed the bylaws so that he could stay in there i mean that's how popular that man was and he really brought the nra back from the big battles that happened in the 90s with the assault weapons mm -hmm. band and marion hammer and i mean the nra about split in half it really did back then and uh basically heston's the one that stepped up and and made that call and and brought everything back together what i found look at number six down there though winfield s hancock 
Mm-hmm. He was the Democrat presidential nominee in 1880. Think about that. Huh? A Democrat holding the president position of the National Rifle yeah, Association. Yeah, he, he was a big combat veteran and, and, and yes. not at Gettysburg, I think, and, and a couple, yep. and another one, too. I can't remember pivotal battles there. And then if you just look two more down, well, you got Ulysses S. Grant. He was the 18th president of the United States. Now, I wouldn't say he was a great president <laughs> but, but of the United States, but he was a pretty decent NRA president. He held that position. Yeah. But if you go down that list, just look at that. Union general, union general, presidential nominee, union soldier. I, I didn't tell. There might be. Uh, union general, union general, brigadier general, Washington adjutant general. I mean, just U.S. senator from Iowa, U.S. senator from Wyoming, U.S. senator from Iowa. Lieutenant Colonel, just look at this, Assistant Secretary of War, Patrick Hurley. You just start going down. That's just the first 23 out of the 67 presidents. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so, and, and if we, and if we want to go through like, like presidents of the United States, obviously um, Clay said, you know, Ulysses S. Grant. We yep. got, um, <clears throat> of course, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. William Taft, which I mean, nobody really knows much about him, but mm-hmm. um, Dwight Eisenhower, great, great general and leader of our troops in, in World War II. JFK, what JFK? Yeah, huh. you got that Speaking picture of that, JFK. Check this out. That's oh, JFK with an, with one of the first Colt AR-15s, and then of course you got that weapon of war over there, that crossbow. Yep. What? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah, here's right what it there. is. Uh, President Kennedy examining early Colt AR-15 in the White House Oval Office, April mm-hmm. 19, 1963. Wow, that was right before he was assassinated in November. Yep, same His aide, Major General Ted Clifton, is holding an example of the CIA-developed crossbow. Think about that. What? <laughs> Unbelievable, right? Hey, you know what? Just to say something that's kind of ironic, that you said that the same year he was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got an He's got an M-16 right there. A Colt, well, a Colt, you know, and yeah, but, he, but what was he killed with? He was killed with a bolt action Carcano. Yep, another yeah, weapon um, of war. Another weapon of war. Killed. Yeah, and yeah. and remember, by this in 1963, the AR was not a weapon of war yet. No, that didn't happen no, until Ukraine. Ah, <laughs> 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 right, well, the Colt was a nom, so but not well. The Colt M16 was, yeah, but I don't believe yeah. the AR15 was. No, that was no. You're no, right there. You're right. Model. you're right. So a little, a couple other things. I guess the NRA, according to Fox News, their 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 story there, they, they still claim to have five and a half million members, which um, I'm not sure is true. It maybe is, and they're not they're not donating as much coin, and the NRA spending a lot of it in court cases, like you said. I think last week defending themselves against. against so I stuff, made a but, call because I knew we were going to be talking about this, and they're saying, mm-hmm. yeah, membership saying that. There's, they might even be closer to five, five and three quarter million to six million. Okay. They really they had a lot of membership come in, but like like we talked before, the the court cases and guys, court cases are expensive. And if you are plastered with them, everyone thinks the NRA is this rich organization. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're very they're very prudent, and they do what they do. But I'm telling you, they don't have these deep pockets that everybody thinks. And yeah, Clay, why don't you hit on that like you did last week and we were on Mitchell right, in the morning that you were telling everybody about these key races that we lost. Yeah, and they just they Maybe were not 
they were not as involved. I don't know if anybody noticed this, but they just weren't out there as being involved. Mm -hmm. They maybe got involved. Maybe Kevin can give us some insight if they were doing anything in Pennsylvania, but I doubt it because Oz is not a pro-gun candidate. Um, no, he tried he to claim he was, but yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason he he probably lost and was a bad candidate. I mean, right. But but you got to remember. Well, hey, let me give you. Speaking of Oz, can I just give you a quick quote yeah. from his um, Fetterman? You know, the the U.S. <laughs> senator from Pennsylvania. <laughs> in April, he called NRA members Clayton, you, me, and I'm quite certain some people listening in here. He called us the lunatic fringe of gun ownership. Imagine so, that. And there, and guess what? There's people who think the NRA is a bunch of spineless, um, you know, conforming losers who give our rights up. And, and and Fetterman thinks we're the lunatic fringe. So that yeah, well, it's like I always say: if we are what the Democrats and the liberals and the well, let's just say the the Democrat Communist National Party, because that's what they are. You know, I don't really care if anyone yep. like that. That's what they are. But if we were the people that they say we are, we wouldn't have to deal with them because guess what? We'd probably just take care of it, wouldn't we? But we're not that people. <laughs> we probably would. <laughs> I mean, so that's speaking, just plain and simple. <laughs> the, so the NRA is not spending any money, and they're they're just pouring it into Uncle Wayne's pockets. Why don't you show us what's going on in Georgia? <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, let me see here if I got this loaded. And Georgia's race does matter, folks. I'm I'm promising it matters. But uh, I hope you have to give me a minute here. Tell you what, let's yeah. take a quick break, and I'll get that okay. loaded up for yeah. you. Here we go. Let's do it. Lauer Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street. That's right here in Bismarck. Doug and the boys, that's a pro-Second Amendment shop. Anybody out watching this show is pro-Second Amendment. You don't want to give your money to somebody who's not pro-Second Oh, all right. When I did that, well, that's okay. Uh, sorry, there, we were given another plug for our for our sponsor <laughs> down there, Blind Guy. And I, I hit the wrong button. Doug's comment up there real quick. <laughs> just as we were running his advertisements <laughs> yeah yeah fetterman right did fetterman write that because i know he couldn't say it <laughs> oh. kevin says he just pretends he doesn't exist that's a good one doug i like that all right I so like now that. we're gonna so this is a well, now nra they and i and i agree with them they they feel that uh the georgia race even though it won't give us control of the senate it's important to have that 50-50 split and not have that one extra. So right, because guess who's up in the Democrats for in two years? Um, Cinema in, 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 in Arizona yes. and good old Joe Manchin. Middle of the road, Joe. We'll see. Yeah, so he's I, gonna, think, I, think, I think he's going to have a hell of a hard uh, well, run. If, if they want to go far left on their votes and go with Joe and, and, and Cackleberry all the time, then they're going to be uh, – they might be in trouble for sure. So yeah, let's, and, let's uh, see. What this is a 1.5 million ad campaign that's going to take place between now and what December yeah. 3rd. So here it is. They think you've given up. They think you've surrendered. Washington liberals are celebrating because they believe the people of Georgia will not show up to vote in the runoff. Will you let liberals like Raphael Warnock and Joe Biden take away your gun rights? Show up. Stand your ground. Defend freedom, defeat Warnock. Vote early or vote on December 6th for Herschel Walker. NRA Political Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. Damn, that go, makes guys. me want to go down to Georgia and vote. I'm all fired yeah. up, man. Herschel played for the Cowboys, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't follow, you know, uh, foosball much, but... <laughs> 
but I did I did find out and I didn't learn this Sunday, but I heard the Vikings were eight and one. Did they win Ooh. this week? Ooh, that, looks I like Cowboys went up there and just rolled them, baby. Okay, that, that's okay. I, I don't follow it, but I mean, them Vikings, my dad's a big Vikings fan, and I hate, I don't even watch the Kneelers, but I, uh, all I can say is that I know that the Vikings history has not been great. So yeah, those got to be some the of show, the most loyal so. fans I've ever oh, seen. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, Keith says he saw an anti Walker out and it was nothing but blatant lies. I believe that, Keith. I believe that 100%. I have no doubt. Um, so, and, that, I mean, that's what they're going to do. They're going to come out, and they have way, way more money, guys. That's what mm-hmm. – just look at the money rolling in and where it comes in from. It ain't even from the state of Georgia. I mean, come on. Yeah, more from Hollywood who's always down there. Vikings will come back. Come on, Lynette. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clay, um, the, the, the NRA ILA, which is the Institute for Legislative Action, mm-hmm. was created in 1975. So you got a little more insight on that for, for our listeners here? Well, yeah. So let's see. I even had that. Let's see which one it is. Here, Clay worked for the NRA, so he knows. I mean, I could do my spiel, but Clay's going to be way better at it than me here. So Yeah, no, I just got to find the right. I thought I mm-hmm. had it here. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. So here's the thing with, uh, with NRA and ILA. So 1934, we all know that what happened in the 30s there was uh, the, the NFL. National Firearm Act, right? Mm-hmm. Which that's where that's why we have to get what we have for suppressors. That's why you have to have a uh, the two hundred dollar tax stamp. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, that was just a horrible piece of legislation, too. They formed then the Legislative Affairs Division of the NRA, and but they didn't do a direct lobby. That was more just keeping their members up to date so that they could do their own thing, you know, because people actually were active back then, so they would call their mm-hmm. senators and their reps. Well, after 1968, do you remember what happened in 1968? Mm-hmm. The Gun Control Act. And in the Gun Control Act of 1968, so a lot more bad things in there, that we lost a whole bunch of freedom in one big swoop again. Then they decided they better do something, and that's where they actually, in 1975, they they formed the Institute for Legislative Action, otherwise known as the ILA. So when you see NRA, ILA, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, they have become the 800-pound gorilla in the room. You, you, I don't care what people say about Gun Owners of America. And yes, I'm a member, guys, of Gun Owners of America. I think they do a lot of good things. I think they are very, very effective at state levels. I know down in Georgia, they do a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. down in georgia so as far as that goes well federman didn't say the governors of america was the fringe he said the nra was because we're yeah, still just, public enemy number one to them so Come, well i'm sorry continue clayton no we're nra has been the most effective mm-hmm. gun lobbying group in the united states congress hands down i mean yeah you can go and find a whole bunch of stuff you think you hate and you think you they sold you out but you might not even know what happened in the committee meetings. I do. Mm-hmm. Good examples of the 1994 assault weapons ban. Guys, yes, the NRA came forth and signed on to that after tons and tons of, of, of things that were happening. You got to remember the, the Democrats from 1992 to 1994 owned, owned Congress. They had the presidency, they had the Senate, and they had the House, much like what we've experienced the last two years, right? Mm-hmm. They were going to pass one no matter what. 
and they, and we could not stop that. Yep. So they litigated it down to the point that they got the sunset of 10 years. That wasn't in the original bill. They made sure that they could get it so you at least could keep a 10-round make. Do you know they didn't want you to have any 10-round make? They wanted to go down to five. Yep. They wanted to ban things like Ruger 1022s. Basically, any semi-automatic on there was banned. And they were able to get yeah, they should of be. things off the list. Yeah, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen on a podcast, I'm totally kidding. So, And that's what happened, guys. Um, NRA, then they, they got those concessions, and they basically told the guys that uh, were with them that go ahead and vote for this thing now, and then in 10 years we'll deal with it. We didn't have no choice. We had zero choice. Right, but and, they got uh, something it, in there to get it out of there in ten years, and once we did, right. we got the House and the Senate, and George Her- no, George Bush was president. And well, and you remember what happened in nineteen ninety four? The biggest swing for the first time, what in forty years, mm-hmm. Republicans took the House. And this, yeah, in the Senate, didn't they? I thought they took them both. A guy or was that ninety six? They got the Senate. It, it could have been ninety six. Okay. I, I just I know I it was, took the House. I was fledgling political man then i was more well, i was a junior high school then, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i can tell you right now if it wouldn't have been for the nra you would have never ever had those rights restored but no. people cussed and that's where the nra almost split um that's what happened back then but i can tell you right now there was no other group none no they could have fought that battle and come out the way we did Bush got in in 2000 and things uh, started looking up, didn't they? So you got to remember, too, another president, you're speaking of that. Yeah, Brian Warner. That's why Biden keeps bringing it up. That's the last time he was coherent. That's a fact. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So George George Herbert Walker Bush, Bush first, if you remember, after the bombing in Oklahoma City, and then they were, they were, these ATF and all these guys were coming down on, 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 on gun owners because the guy was a former, the guy who blew up the, the, the building was a former NRA member and said they weren't hardcore enough, which you hear a lot of people <laughs> saying no. <laughs> and Wayne Lapierre called them jackboots and George Herbert Walker Bush, you know, said, don't make me a lifetime NRA member anymore. Yeah, I remember that. And, uh, well, now looking back, it doesn't surprise me. I like me. broccoli, he though. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, all the Bushes, and granted, I voted for I voted for his son. Um, we didn't have a lot of choice there. I mean, it was either Al Gore or, or it would have been. Yeah, you know, yeah. That been I worse. mean, you got to do that. So, so, so we got off on. We yeah. I got off on JFK there. Let me just finish the other the other presidents oh, yeah. here. We're life members, and uh, so after JFK and Clay put that, I think I think they actually gave him that that M sixteen. They did. In fact, the NRA used to give the president a firearm every single time. Mm-hmm. But then when these Democrats they Trump started, one. they gave Trump one. Yeah, what are you um, going to do? Dem- I'm going to melt this down and make a peace bench out of it in a park. I don't remember when, but I imagine it, it probably was after Clinton that they quit. It almost mm-hmm. seems like they gave Clinton one, but I'd have to honestly look that up. <laughs> I used to shoot my 22 down Arkansas all the time. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. So after JFK, then Nixon, Nixon was the next lifetime NRA member, then Ronald Reagan, and then, like I said, Herbert Walker Bush. He was the last one until Don Donald J. Trump was a, was a lifetime member. He was the next president who was from yep. Bush. So, And we all and know yeah. Bush hates DJT. 
The whole Bush family does. Very low energy. Very, very low energy. <laughs> but yeah, it uh, it's actually another stat here. It says uh, about 20% of U.S. presidents have been NRA members, not necessarily life members, but NRA members. And yeah, I that's guarantee uh, you. <laughs> I guarantee you I wasn't one of them. No, he wasn't. <laughs> that I do I'm too know. busy chasing Monica around and pay that dollar fee. You know, he at least could have picked a good-looking gal. I don't know why he goes for them ugly yeah. ones back then. Yeah, all the Nets got it nailed right here, too. Um, today, JFK would be a Republican. Oh, easily. Would. The Democrats would detest JFK today. JFK could not get the – he couldn't even win the nomination in the uh, Democrat. No, he'd be like Tulsi Gabbard. They'd, they'd, run, they'd run him out on a rail, yeah. which she's pretty Absolutely. much a full-blown right-winger now. I love that. Yeah, they they'd sure turned on her, too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, she, honestly, Clay, she when she was trying to get the Democrat nominee, there not she was against AR. She thought that was a assault. I mean, she was in the military too. Yeah. You know, she was against that and a few other ones. And I was like, man, I seemed pretty reasonable. And then you know, she kind of started hanging around more right wing people, and then the common sense kicked in a little more. And not only is she beautiful, she's got a lot of common sense, and <laughs> I agree with her on a lot of things now. And if you're good looking, it's hard to be a Democrat. I ain't seen a good looking one yet. <laughs> I'm an independent. Yeah, well. So, so um, you know what? Should we do the? Should we do the? I had a brain fart there. Should we do the uh, the happy ending? (laughs) Again, if you want. And I know why he wants to do this, guys. I made him a new intro, so yeah. Here we go. Clay cracked me up. I had tears in my eyes when I saw it. (laughs) We are going to go to the new. Well, it ain't a new segment. Uh, we do have a new one coming up next week, but here is the happy ending of the week. Something we just love to do. <laughs> That's oh, that awesome. Pretty good. I love well, that guy. Just what is our right happy ending of the week story this week? All right. Our happy ending story of the week here is, is it's, it's coming from Washington state. So a rideshare driver in Seattle, which I don't know what a rideshare is. It must be like Uber or something. I suppose. Yeah. He, he, the headline is he picked up a woman trying to escape a pimp and he ended up with a shootout. So <clears throat> this woman, um, she had a broken ankle from jumping from this third story window. Okay. This was last Saturday in an effort to escape William Burt, a pimp. Um, Burt was able to recapture this gal. She jumped out of a third story window, broke her ankle. He went down and grabbed her. Right. Okay. And I uh, held her at gunpoint and said, uh, you can leave, but only after I knock all the teeth out of your head. Oh, Sounds like a real oh. good guy. Right. So ho- somehow yeah, this gal escaped again with a broken ankle, bit topless, ran across the six lane highway. And eventually she was in the middle of this highway. Right. And while this rideshare driver picks her up and, and lo and behold, here comes old bird. He's looking to knock some teeth out yet. Cause she's getting away. And turns out the rideshare driver had his own gun, pulls it out on Bert because Bert pulled one. They had a shootout, and the guy got away from Bert with the woman because he had a gun, you know. Mm-hmm. And turns out they arrested good old Bert here, the old T smasher, $750,000 bond. But the happy ending part of that is it could have been a fairy tale ending if you'd actually shot yeah. old Bert in a pump house. But the happy ending is <laughs> he saved this gal who was about to get all her teeth knocked out and had her ankle broke already from, from Bert because he had his own gun and he used it to fight this, this, this jerk off this pimp from this gal. 
But you know, I'm sure you'd have killed her. I mean, but yep. well, you know, he would have. Like Travis says, sometimes you gotta knock some teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where the heck's he been? I don't hey, know. He's coming out late, but uh... <laughs> Doug likes happy. He said he's a pimp too. <laughs> well, you're out there by Seattle, Trav. You better, better watch your teeth. I, I hear Lauer. I, I hear Lauer Auto Repair. They sponsor happy endings. I don't know. <laughs> the happy ending is if you go to Lauer and your car doesn't run good when you leave, it repairs like a kitten. So that's your happy ending that's there perfect. when you leave Lauer Auto Repair. <laughs> oh my god! Oh heck yeah! I love it. No, I love it. So, Clay, I want to add something real quick here, kind of off topic. We had this um, we had this attack in Idaho, right? Yes. And, unfortunately, some crazy son of a gun murdered four, four college-aged kids and with a knife. He stabbed them. And how many did we have killed in Colorado there with this guy at the, the gay nightclub? Oh, is it four or five now? Okay, okay, five. right. You're right. It's right around there. And um, but guess what? Here, here, here's what I'm getting at. Biden immediately came out. We need more gun control in Colorado. Oh yeah, yep. Colorado has damn near everything you want. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, red flag laws. How'd that work? This guy was a freaking threatened to blow people up with a bomb. Yeah, did, and, you, know, did you, you guys? Did you see the story on that? And yeah, Biden, you guys. Are, and, he's a nutcase. He's a nutcase. Well, they I have think, all these red flag laws, and there was some senator whack dipshit out there. Ten, ten yeah. rounds or less. Basically, he thinks, well, we got to have more red flag laws. Like you have the strictest red flag law you could probably have, and and keep it. They're proven. In, I mean, they don't, they, they don't. Work. They don't work. So my point was. I didn't hear Biden or any Democrat come out and say we need to ban knives now because I killed just as many people as the guys they are did in Colorado. Uh huh. Yep. Like Kevin says, assault knife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I seen they said it was it was a K bar. They think it's a K bar knife because the Marines use a K bar knife. Jeepers. So. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I heard that, Lynette. Now the guy in Colorado is claiming he's a binary and he wants to be addressed as they and them and whatever other mental problem he's got. So. I guess it kind of proves proves my point that this is a mental illness problem. And so being gay and being whatever you think you are, the guy, you know, it doesn't fit their narrative. So I noticed that the stories are dropping off. Oh, yeah. Right he was a right winger killing it. gay people. Right. And now it's like, oh, wait a second. Now it's a guy who has a mental problem. And now he went and did something that a guy with a mental problem would do. And he probably mm-hmm. should have been getting help for it, but nope, they're accepting it and they're pushing it within the mainstream society that this is just normal behavior. Yeah, I mean, and we got comments. Happened. Yeah, we got comments pouring in here. They they blame Tucker and Bobert, which they did. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colorado DA didn't prosecute him for his bomb threats. Biden wears a diaper. I mean, probably two <laughs> of them, actually. Probably. Oh, yeah, Keith, they were going I, after the ROTC kids. I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, they must I, be his military people. Or well, nurses. I like what Doug has up here, and he's right. The guy had a record, guys. Big he, time if you look him up. Nothing. He nope. went and he he had bomb threats, and they didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So oh, his mom said to come take his guns away. Yeah, and they did nothing. That's this why isn't a that's, gun problem. That's why liberals want to take guns away, Clay, because they, they can't control themselves with it. Some can, very small sliver of them. Most of them, because they can't control their anger, that's why they don't think anybody else can and should have them. Well, and... and I, and they want to control us. You cannot control a populace mm-hmm. if there aren't. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single 
populace that's ever given up their iron their arms their freedoms what happens they just start going down that road of socialism right into communism just as fast as they can mm -hmm. because ask the jews if they want to get rid of their guns how'd that work mm -hmm. out last time yeah, yeah Trav, they said they need more gun laws yeah, they do out in washington i agree <laughs> 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 oh, Trav. So before it. we go, a couple things, though, I want to mention. Mm -hmm. um, first, I'm, I, I want to play this Trump ad if it'll go. Um, I, I don't know if anyone has seen it. I just thought it was a, a good ad put together, and I'm sure that we're going to see things start ramping up. So let's quick play this, and then yep. we got an announcement about next week. Okay. Make an entrance. Make a run. Then make history. Make a difference. Make good on your word. Make it big league. But most of all, make it great again. All right, it. so there's a reason I played that other than, I, you know, I'm going to vote for him. Did you look at the pictures he had in there in the clips? Yeah. What president have you ever, ever seen do that? I mean, this man come in, give up a life of luxury. He didn't have to run for president twice. He just did it because he had a love mm -hmm. for the country and, and hated what he was seeing. And, I mean, he, he went out there. And he, he, he created the environment so that we could have a flourishing economy. I mean, we got rid of regulation. We got we started producing gas and oil. And, and of course, guys, yes, he made some screw-ups when it comes to the Second Amendment. But after that, he figured it out. He had some, I think he just had some bad advice. Remember, that happened right after he took the, took the office, essentially. Mm -hmm. and, I'm uh, telling you right now, guys, that's a pretty powerful ad for just a short little clip. And it shows, I mean, you're never, ever, ever going to see that with Beijing Biden, ever. No, not, no, no Democrat going to do no that. No Democrat no. out there. Because they, they don't run. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, well, first of all, my, uh, my dad to tell Marty he loves that Trump flag I gave him. <laughs> okay. And uh, Marty's not, he may listen to a podcast he ain't on night, but, and um, second of all, um, good friend of mine organized a Trump boat parade. Um, I know he's going to listen to this. If he's not now, he's going to listen to the podcast. Get one of them babies going this summer and next summer. It's going to be this. huge. And uh, hey, yeah. I'll come up and uh, I'll Night come to that one. I went to the one on Lake Sakakawea mm -hmm. uh, with Bob and a bunch of, and I mean, that was huge, that one too. Yeah, it was awesome. So I'd love to come was... join you guys up there. Yeah, I'll for just, sure. If you don't care if you do it, I'll, we'll come right on. I'm guessing your pontoon will be out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't, oh, I won't yeah, pull mine sure. up there then. So. Yeah, Kevin, you're yeah. right. This time, no, I don't think, I don't think Trump's taking any prisoners this time. When he comes in there, I think there's going to be a lot of pink slips handed out the first day. I have no doubt he's going to fire people lot left and right. I mean, you hire me and fire somebody because I'll yeah. promise you I'll do a better <laughs> job than, than than the leftist oh, turd you fire. Absolutely, absolutely. So, we had one uh, one little announcement that we're going to bring in. So it got us to thinking when we were talking about NRA presidents and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
then I, we were kind of talking about Joe Foss. For those of you who don't know, he served as a South Dakota governor. He was a World War II hero. And, I mean, that guy was a badass. I mean, that's just the only Yeah. So we're going to kind of come up with something. We're going to try it next week. We're going to start having the the Midwest badass of the week. And I think our first one's going to be Joe Foss. So. Yeah, absolutely. We'll try Good to find a few clips. Way. And uh, like I said, I, I never got the pleasure to meet the man. I know that he served as the president of the NRA. He was the American football, wasn't the American football league then. What was it called? AFC. AFC conference. Yep. He was the president of the AFC for a while. Um, I mean, that guy, when you read the things he did, yeah, like you said, it kind of makes you go, man, man, I'm really kind of, I'm, I'm not holding my water here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, he was an amazing man. And uh, yeah, so we're going to start trying to feature that. If you guys have anybody you want to see us check into, let us know. Um, it's not limited to North Dakota. We'll probably look for within the five state area, though. Yeah, sure. Midwest. I mean, that's because we're seven hundred one. Hey, man. I mean, or Eastern Montana. And there's there's all. Co- I don't know if we're gonna do a weekly. We were talking maybe biweekly. We'll see how it goes. We'll we'll run it past you guys next week. See what yeah. you think. And yeah, we might not do it every week because there's a lot know. of badasses out we're in the Midwest. Yeah, sure. oh yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, so, there Dave Weigel says, I'd be a little more for Trump if he just come out and admit he had been given bad info on the clot shot. If nobody knows the clot shot is, it's the it's the back China or, virus shot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Dave. I think Trump's got to come out and and swallow his pride on a couple things if he wants to win some people back over. I mean, not I'm not saying Republicans, but, but independent. Independence. I know I can't stand Ooh. it, but there's some things he's got to do different. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's a different, uh, it's a different race. I'm on his wagon no matter what. If he gets a nomination, I mean, I'll promise you I'm going to be talking Trump. Oh, I'm going to have his signs in my yard. And I yeah, already got we'll... mine. <laughs> I've had them. Since yeah, he, yeah, I've yeah, had them since. yeah. Yeah. Guys, I've had 2024 flag in signs in my yard since 2020. It was one of <laughs> my favorites. So, yeah, but you know, the, I was never for that shot. I never believed it was a vaccine because it wasn't. Right. Um, it didn't my even qualify still for clean. Yep, my mom. Well, we're pure bloods now. I actually heard that term the other day. They're call, starting to call us pure bloods. It's like, wow. So yeah. now we have a term. But uh, I have never taken that shot. I don't need it. I don't even take a flu okay. shot. I haven't. I tried them when they came out. What a joke! It worked. I never got that yeah, either. Like, I mean, I'm not against it. If you want to get it, get it. But don't come yeah. barking at me and tell me I didn't. I, I can handle I'll, the flu uh, again. I'll use my God-given immunity and try to take mm-hmm. care of it first. Yep. Um, Plain and simple. Yep. But, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, he's going to have to – I'd like to see Trump come out and say, you know what, I took a lot of bad advice. I mean, he had Fauci up there for grace sakes. Thank goodness Ooh. that guy's leaving. But I hope the Republicans go after him like a, like a bad habit. <laughs> so, yeah, well, they need to. I guess we'll, well see what's going to happen. But I guess that's pretty much what we had on a wrap for the show tonight, yep. guys. Um, we, we covered the, the two main subjects we wanted. And, uh, Eric, uh, I'll get a hold of you. If you want to come on and help us out talking a little bit about more in depth on what a taxidermy piece needs to be, mm-hmm. you know, how it needs to be taken care of, I think it'd make a great, sh- uh, at least a great segment on the show. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'd love people. it. That'd be awesome. That's Because we can I mean, also that's... talk furs, too. We got a lot of coyote and fox yeah. hunting coming up. Well, there's gonna be a lot of trapping going on, things like yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't guess, forget. Uh, uh, thanks, Waylon. Appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving yeah. to you, Amelia, my cousin. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, 
just remind everybody, don't forget this Friday, KFYR, 8.40 a.m. Clay and I are going to be on. It's not Mitchell in the morning show, but it's not going to be Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, but, we're going to uh, be with uh, Mike Wagner, I believe. Yep, yep, Mike Wagner. And um, Clay and I will have some – we got something lined up, so tune in, you know. Um, There's a ton of stuff back out to, there. Yeah, I'm going to be heading back to the farm. I'm going to get some more video, check out our stuff on, on YouTube and – and our and our website guns on the 701.com and and um, it's, it's going to be fun and next week like i said clay's got he's got the american american badass midwest badass coming up thanks <laughs> yeah. kevin later keith um yeah we'll see you keith stop in if you're down here this week yeah just uh make sure you tune in friday mitchell in the morning 8 40 a.m kfyr 550 a.m the north voice of the northern plains oh, and uh, you know Make sure when you visit our sponsors, you tell them you heard them on Guns in the 701, and they'll appreciate that, and we'll appreciate it because it makes our life a lot easier And we got our sponsors on here. So can't say thank you enough to them, and, and we can't say thank you enough to everybody who, who who's tuned in every week and, and telling everybody about our show. We, we really appreciate that, and we need you guys to do that to keep this baby rolling. But So... Well, Clay, Clayton's back. back. I was just going to check <laughs> out, but all right, Clayton, oh. if you want to give him the give him the send off, I'll just say um, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Appreciate what yep. Thanksgiving's about and where we live, because that's what it's all about. That this this is the greatest country in the history of the world. I mean, we got bad stuff going on right now, but this, this I'd still rather be in no other place than right here. Absolutely, and just uh, to build on that, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Go out there and remember that uh, all that we have and all that we do is because of God. And uh, Jesus Christ was our Savior, and that's why we can do what we do. Just remember, this is in his hands, as bad as it looks. Uh, there's been bad times throughout history, and we always pull through it. And that's what you got to do. Have your belief and pray hard about it and thank him for everything you are blessed with. That's what Thanksgiving is about. The, the side effect is you get to have a great meal, spend time with your family. So awesome. I would encourage everybody to get out there. Um, see your family, love your, you know, love your, hug your loved ones and just enjoy a great Thanksgiving. Yep. So, all right, Clayton, I'll take over with Clayton with that. I'm going to do it. Clayton guns in the 701. We're out. We appreciate you guys. Keep your powder dry. We'll see you Friday on KFWR 550 at 840. And if you miss us in next Wednesday, right here, six mountain, seven central.